Hey everyone, Shane here. Let me tell you about my show coming up on November 24th, Saturday night over at Pops. We're calling it Riffs for Gifts. Me and my friend Lexi Schlimmer put this show together for uh, benefiting Toys for Tots. And we invited along our friends Outrun the Fall, The Poor, Steeples, Monk and the People, um, The Matching Shoe, and Silent Hollow all performing live that evening on Saturday the 24th. Along with that, we'll have uh, some silent auction stuff. We'll have, uh, there's uh, there's rumors that Santa Claus might even be there. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and a whole lot more other things coming up. So get involved uh, with the show. You can find de- more details at popsrocks.com. And uh, come on out. It's a $10 donation at the door or... with a toy donation. So again, all this benefiting Toys for Tots. And it's going to be a great time. So come on out Saturday, November 24th. Pops in Sauge, Illinois. Thanks, everyone. Hi, this is Lexi. Sid. Of Hess Van Schlemmer Metalworks and Art. Home of the Schlemmer Metal Wolves. We are a small but furious family-run welding, fabrication, and metalworks shop with CNC capabilities and now full-scale powder coating operation. We bring unique, affordable quality art to life within the realm of practicality. Whether it's signs, sculptures, railings, shelves, furniture, or even just powder coat for your rims or your patio set, give us a look. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram or call 618-670-5724. We are Hess Van Schlemmer Metalworks. That was terrible. I tried. Hey, everybody. Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Let me tell you about my friends over at Naked Vine. Located at 1624 Clarkson Road in Chesterfield, Missouri. Serving up all your favorite wine, whiskey, and local craft beers. Swing by and visit them Tuesday through Saturday with live music happening Thursday, October 25th. Kevin Babb. Friday, October 26th. The War Buckles. And on Saturday... October 27th, The Scandaleros. I will return to Naked Vine with my singer-songwriter storytelling showcase on November 13th with Maddie Shell, Nick Gussman, and Sean Kimball. So do not miss that show. Uh, all these shows and full listing events can be found at nakedvine.net. Be sure to follow along with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, uh, yeah. Enjoy the show, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, the podcast is kind of like a... It's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on It's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. This is Nick Gussman, and you're listening to Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out at The Pocket in St. Louis with Nick Gussman. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. Yeah, very uh, very glad to be here, excited to talk about, uh, you have a big record release party coming up, a brand Mm -hmm. new the uh, debut album, and uh, we got all this happening. Uh, so very exciting times right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, I'm glad to be back here. Like this is, uh, I was looking at it. It's been almost almost a year, man, since we hung yeah. out. Like, uh, when, like when a, we 
I was just working on it when you were, uh, you know, it was kind of coming to a close, sort of. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was like 11 months ago we, were, we sat down and we first met and we uh, we talked about uh, some of the, the the beginnings of this record, but uh, now it's now it's all done, man. We got we have it uh, available. Uh, we have it in hand. We have the physicals available and stuff. But uh, November 9th over at Dolph Broadway is the big release party. You can come on out and uh, pick up your copy that night and uh, free show. Yeah, free show. It'll be on. Uh, it'll we'll have vinyls there. Um, we'll have CDs and uh, digital download cards, and it'll be on. It'll be on Spotify too. Yeah, uh, like shortly after. Uh, that um, yeah, man. You you just told me that you were having uh, vinyl, and I, I got pumped, man. I'm excited about that. That's uh, yeah. Uh, I had to do it upright for the first first record. I mean, I'll probably do it every record, but you know, I just figured uh, I like listening to vinyl. That's kind of what my preferred uh, um, when I buy music from artists. Sure. I, I like it when they have the vinyls and definitely get the big picture, the artwork, and. Still get the digital if you want to put it on your phone. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that uh, I think is really great the way that they're doing. It. And a lot of the like you're saying, a lot of the artists I listen to are also are fans of vinyl and and do a lot of the records on vinyl. So mm -hmm. uh, it works out. But yeah, I typically buy a record when I can. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I know uh, I know Al Holiday. He's just putting out, uh, his records coming out on vinyl uh, soon too. And it's like. So When's it, his do? Uh, I think like Monday, so tomorrow. Right. Something Is he having a party soon? Or? Uh, I think yeah, they're doing some kind of tour kickoff party. Wait a minute, this ain't about Al. It, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, that's cool. But I'd love to go to that. Yeah. I just I just love that my buddies are putting all their stuff on on vinyl, man. It's cool to see. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, so uh, big big release party for free uh, on November 9th, courtesy of Urban Chestnut. They're uh, sponsoring the event. Yeah, so thanks a lot to them. That's really cool. Yeah. And thanks to Steve from Off Broadway uh, for kind of uh, you know making that happen with them, and <laughs> it's and we, awesome. So along with uh, Nick and the band, you you'll uh, you'll get Brother Francis and the Soul Tones. Yep. And Ali Vogler and the Dirty Details. Yeah. Here's the. Uh, yeah, here's the uh, poster right here, which yeah. is awesome. Tess O'Connor, um, she uh, she made this poster, and it's really badass. She had all these different layers that she put in there. It's perfect. I'll, I'll post a picture uh, soon. Yeah. I'll, uh, let you take one home, too. There we go. But, yeah, I mean, that's going to be a, a fun night. Very uh, stacked bill, for sure. It's going to be a, a really good time and for free, so like, I can't beat that, man. Yeah, Allie Vogler and the Dirty Details are going to open the show. We're actually going to play second, um, and then Brother Francis and the Soul Tones are going to close it out with some awesome funk vibes. Yeah, so. uh, and I think, I mean, obviously there's uh, people prefer different ways sometimes, but I think that's a really cool way to do a party, uh, putting yourself in the middle so you can like sit back and enjoy the show. And that's what, Yeah, that's the plan, Yeah, you know, and, uh, and also... Uh, my debut show, you know, debut release. Uh, so there's some family that's coming too, mm -hmm. some older folks, and you know, you start telling them, you know, oh yeah, we won't go on till eleven. They're like, oh shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's another good reason. Right. But also, you know, I figured Brother Francis and the Soul Tones. When I asked them to do the show, you know, originally I, we were gonna go last, and then I was like, that'd be weird to to get the vibes that flowing that good with because people are gonna be dancing, mm -hmm. you know. Whenever they're going, and they'll dance some for our stuff too. But we're more of a kind of a rock and roll country folk yeah. stuff. Uh, it's much easier to dance to to some funk. So right. it's, it's better to have them close it out with a party, you know. Yeah. 
But uh, I mean, I'm excited for this. This is going to be a great night. And um, but like we said, we we're talking about this record. You were telling me there's uh, some some stories behind the artwork and stuff in, yeah. involved. And uh, so pick yeah. up. A, obviously, you're going to want to pick up a physical copy and take some of this home with you. But uh, so yeah, with the artwork for this, it was a uh, you know it, it just kind of came about. Brooke uh, Brooke Wilkie, a really good friend of mine. Um, we were looking at this book that she had from her great-grandmother, and uh, her name's Dorothy Hoffman. And the book's about 100 years old. And uh, um, so what we did, they were uh, pressed flowers, like 100-year-old pressed flowers. You can imagine how delicate they are. Uh, she had a whole book of them with beautiful handwriting she had with the genus, the scientific name of the flower underneath it and stuff like that. And uh, they were so cool, we decided to scan them all. So we, we went to Brandon Barnes, who's an artist here in town. Are you familiar with Brandon? Oh, I, uh, I know. I know he's like co-owner of the livery, uh, and he's also an artist. And uh, we had him scan all the flowers and do the digital artwork and kind of put this together. So these are actual scans of those hundred-year-old flowers, and they're kind of littered throughout the whole album. You yeah. Know what I mean, there's some in the lyric booklet. There's some on the disc art itself. And it's gonna be the same way with the vinyl. Um, I'm most excited about the vinyl though because it's gonna, it's this but blown up. Sure. You know what I mean? So you'll really be able to appreciate the, uh, you know, the size of it and get to really take a good look at it. But so he put the artwork together for us and I'm really stoked about it. Uh, so thanks Brandon and thanks Dorothy Hoffman who I've never even got to meet. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Wilkie's great grandmother. Yeah, man. To help us with that's, uh, that's very cool. And I also, uh, with all the packaging and everything, I also really enjoyed that you have a book of all the lyrics, too. So, like, because uh, that's something that's kind of gone away. But uh, I always like that. Yeah. There's a big insert in the vinyl, too. A big page insert with all the lyrics. But, so. but uh, I mean, as a fan of the lyrics and uh, and stuff, it's fun to read along with you and stay in your eyes. Yeah. So... I always dig that. Yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, let's drop in a couple of these tunes. We uh, share what we've been working on here. Um, I told you, man, that you gave me a copy of this a while back. I think this was uh, we ran into you at uh, South Broadway Athletic Club, I think, that day for the uh, Whiskey War Festival. Mm -hmm. And you, you leaked me a copy of the album. And uh, so I've been jamming it for a little while now. And, nice. And just... Uh, Really in, enjoying it, man. This is uh, honestly one of my one of my favorite records ever. Like it's just like beginning to end. It's, it's very solid, and I'm, that's awesome. I'm, Thanks. I'm loving it. So, yeah. uh, but uh, look at me now is a track that kind of popped out for me. It's just uh, I hear that a lot about this track, and it's you know it's one of my favorites too, and uh, it's um, it's different than the rest of them, right? But still very classic, you know. Well, look at me now Hear what I say to you Well, I don't know how How to get through to you I lost everything
for me too like i mean i love horns i love uh funky but brass bands are really good friends of mine and stuff so i love all that stuff that they do and things but uh that uh hearing uh hearing the contrast but you know among your record like you're saying you got a lot of kind of country and rock and roll and stuff in there but then hearing something like this is like soulful and uh and having some horns and uh, you know mm-hmm. then it's like it was really uh, different but still sounds amazing so yeah i'm excited about this one what uh you, uh, look, I so guess we, I could go over the people who played on it though yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, just real quick, because uh, so Dave Muser was the horn player on that song. Oh, nice. He's, uh, he plays with the Groove Line. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he's a great great trumpet player. 
So he uh, he came up with that horn part for it. Um, we had Daniel Moody play the drums on this track. There's a there's a, just a big laundry list of awesome musicians that played on this record. You know, there's three different drummers that played on stuff. It's mm -hmm. just wild. Um, but uh, anyways, we had Dan Daniel Moody on the drums. Uh, Tim Sullivan, um, he played. Tim Sullivan played the piano on this track. Sean Camery plays the fiddle. Uh, Tony Hall is on the organ and electric guitars. There's two electric guitar players, Nigel Solomon and Tom Mannion. And then we had some vocal harmonies from uh, Maureen Sullivan, Dave Werner, and Ali Vogler. And all I did was sing. Yeah. <laughs> this one, I originally had acoustic guitar on it, but after we got that far into it with all the instruments and all the people, you know, it's a big uh, production production of a song, and we we're like, let's take that acoustic out and mm. just, you know, just have the vocals. So yeah, let's. Thanks to all those musicians for helping yeah. make this song. All this uh, recorded at Native, right? Native Sound, yeah. Yeah, man. How was uh, how was that? You know, it was so awesome, and I I don't think I'd go anywhere else really. I mean. I think I eventually <laughs> I'll try somewhere else maybe you know just because why not but I don't really uh, plan on doing it anytime soon uh, so we had uh, the engineers that that worked with us were uh, were uh, William Godfred um, Ben Maycheck and David Beeman um, Ben being the present the most you know he took kind of took care of the most of the stuff the bulk of the record and he was just awesome. Uh, you know, and he played on the record too. He played drums on a couple tracks, and and David Beeman also played drums on a track, or two tracks. Yeah. Um, he played on. Let's see. Dave Beeman played on. Look the other way and hold on. And then uh, Ben played on Pearl Diver, I believe. I think that was the only one he played on. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool, man. I haven't been over there yet. Uh, but I hear a lot of really great things, and I mean, I've been a fan of all the music that I've been hearing coming out of there. Oh, know. Ben played, sorry, Ben played Shaker on uh, Alone in Mexico. There you go. And on Left Behind, but we didn't credit him on the record for that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're supposed to credit Shakers. Or are you? I don't know. Just like an egg shaker? Right. So anyways. Oh, no, he played, uh, hmm. Yeah, we did credit him. We did credit percussion, it says. That's funny. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Yeah, to man. Interrupt. But uh, yeah, so big shout out to uh, Native Sound, man. I'm, I'm, uh, Hell yeah, they're the best, man. If you're gonna make a record, go there for sure. You gotta go check that place out. I've been uh, fortunate enough to do some of these in in some different recording studios, and uh, I, I don't know, I love it. I like it's just cool to to see some of that how everybody does it differently and stuff. And like, you've been up to Native before too? No, no. It's like I said, I haven't been to Native, but I've been to um, Sawhorse, and I've been to uh, Smith Lee Productions, and a couple, you know, like a few others around town. And cool. Um, so it's just like I said, it's just neat to be inside there, just to see like Hell yeah. all the inner workings of it all and stuff. And mm -hmm. but uh, but yeah, man, you uh, let's do a let's do a live one. We did do some live acoustic jam in the day, which uh, I always love. I'm always a, a sucker for some for some live acoustic, and you. Uh, you were telling me that uh, this song's been stuck in your head uh, for a little while, and uh, you just wanted to play it today. You're a big fan. It, a lot of people always ask, like, what's a song you wish you wrote? Uh, and I'm guessing this, this is one of those. This is one of those. those. Huh? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's been, it's just been kind of 
in the front of my brain for a, a few days and I mean I listened to it like five times today already <laughs> and played it a few times already and played it for you right. and I mean it's kind of one of those songs just you just can't it, you got to burn it up you know until the song doesn't do it anymore <laughs> you know what I mean I uh... go back to it uh, it's called wild and blue John Anderson uh, and but I the cover that you know the version that I heard first um, his version's great too uh, but 
the cover, the version I heard was by Lucinda Williams, and uh, it's just great. Just check it out. Yeah. It really gets you. Yeah, man. This is a, a beautiful song, and I really loved uh, your version. It sounded great today, man. Like, and that's uh, it's just fun to hear some different stuff from you. Know, like hearing those cover songs and stuff. And but, but I'm with you, man. There's like there's times where, like, I do love a lot of variety. Um, I like I don't like listening to a lot of radio because it is a lot of the same 10 songs every hour kind of thing and mm-hmm. so uh, but there's times where like you're saying that the one song just speaks to me and I'll listen I can listen to it on repeat and, and uh, you know over and over and and just uh, until I'm sick of it sometimes you know it's right. like, but it's uh, such a great song and, and it's, uh, it's fun when you get to find those that just kind of click with you like that yep instantly yeah man that uh I uh, I've been kind of that way uh, recently with, on with your record uh, with uh, John Wilson. I think that's like uh, I told you the other day. I, I was uh, driving home and I was listening to the record, and I got to I got to that part of the record. Uh, I think it's with track eight, mm-hmm. and I got I got home to the house, and I I sat in the driveway, and I just sat there. Uh, listening to the, you know finishing the record man i was like and i but i think i listened to john wilson sitting in the car for like i think i listened to like three times in a row that <laughs> that's like, awesome you're burning it up yeah man but that is uh yeah. i love that story in the song and uh it's a and, wild story it's it's a sorry i cut you off again yeah uh, go ahead but i'll just like it's a beautiful story man I don't, but yeah is that uh you want to talk about how this one came to be yeah sure um I guess it was a series of events of, you know, I don't really need to go into the events, but it's kind of a patchwork of, uh, of people I know and people and people that I've seen and stories that I've seen and, and stereotypes of those people, you know what I mean, who have kind of been through the ringer. And then uh, I just kind of wanted to make a fictional story about a lot of real things that I've seen and heard and then experienced with... Uh, with loved ones and, and friends. So um, I kind of just threw it all together. You know, it's it's hard to really sometimes to, sometimes you can't just tell like a factual uh, account of like mm-hmm. one person. It's not going to do it. You know, it's not going to get it across. Right. So you kind of have to, have to work, you know, the words and the story and, and kind of create something that's, that's honest. And that's kind of what it's about. You can, just sort of another side of uh People who were raised, uh, you know, without much love and without much, uh, you know, without people really thinking that they're uh, worth much, and it kind of creates a vicious cycle. You know, those are the people that will turn to crime, mm-hmm. and that will get thrown in prison, and will resort to uh, resort to crime, um, and they may not have that. Uh, that outlook on life, that uh, life is so meaningful because they were never raised with that, you know what I mean? Sure. So it's kind of a weird, vicious cycle, and, and it's sad to see sometimes whenever those people, you know, go through that process and that life, the people who didn't go through that are looking back at them, uh, looking down on them, and don't have, uh, you know, don't see their life as meaningful anymore. You know what I mean? So it's just like this circle mm-hmm. of, of uh, the wrong way of thinking about it. So that's kind of what it's about. Um, yeah, we can listen to that one. 
My name is John Wilson Today I was born With a daddy in prison And a mama forlorn well, I'd sure like to meet you But you'll never see me I'm nothing to you Except the numbers you read Well, the growing was rough for my sister and I She practically raised me while mama got high But when she got pregnant at the age of 16 The state took us away till the needle ran clean To my uncles Who I'd never seen He'd sleep all the time Drink and get mean He didn't think much of school And he turned a blind eye And I fell right in line With the criminal kind
much has changed except the locks in my mind. I still walk the line with a criminal kind. Well, my name is John Wilson. Today I will die, but not from a gunshot. A blade in the side No, not from old age or physical health But I can't find a reason to not hang myself So I've told you my story, I sung it to you plain definitely a heavy song because like I, I remember uh, I saw you recently at uh, Songbird Cafe at Focal Point mm -hmm. uh, and you, you played that song and I remember getting yeah. just you know chills and uh, and you know getting emotional and it's just like a it's I don't know it's a beautiful song and I'm, I'm really glad that you you shared it with us man thanks a lot yeah that one was recorded by Josh Roman uh, he has a, he owns a Mind Rocket Studio, and it's a, they do a they do a podcast and they do a video series out there. Yeah, uh, it's in a Middlesex, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, I was out there when I went to New York and, and that's visited a friend and played a show out there and a few shows out there. It is Middlesex, Pennsylvania, isn't it? Yeah, Does that, that sound right. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's uh, and that's. That's what appears on the record too, the, the yeah, version? that's the version. Yeah. So that was kind of cool, you know. I wasn't totally planning on putting it on the record, but when it came time to put the record together, I had that recording. It was like, hey, this sounds good. This is yeah. a good version. Just throw it on there. Definitely, man. That, uh, that was a fun night, man, hanging out at Songbird and then uh, getting to eat pancakes with you afterwards. Oh, and, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I really needed those, that, those pancakes. Yeah, I had some... Uh, and some biscuits and gravy, and um, Brooke gave me an onion ring. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's the highlight. Uh, yeah, I ate all. Really things. made my whole month. Yeah, that onion ring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it was such a fun night, though, man. Like I said, it's. Uh, I'm glad that um, you know. Well, like I said, we met uh, about a year ago, actually, officially, and then like, you know, getting uh, nights like that where you get to hang out and just uh, mm -hmm. eat pancakes. You we know? need to eat pancakes together more often. Yeah, man. I'm in. I'm always down for some pancakes, right? and Tiffany's uh, Diner, they, they served up some pretty tasty ones there, so. <laughs> yeah, shout out, big shout out to Tiffany's Diner on yeah. the pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they'll sponsor the show, that's what I'm... <clears throat> Just interstellar pancakes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I keep hoping if I mention uh, 
pancakes enough or you know qt uh and different things hopefully yeah. one of these people will like hey here's some money or, or free pancakes yeah free pancakes that's just as good right um you uh but uh yeah that was a great night with you uh emily wallace maddie mm. shell and uh and gavin, gavin mcnutt uh, gavin gavin M, yeah, yeah. That, that was a good night it was awesome yeah, i'd like man. to do another one well you're in luck man you're gonna. I get. I got a song. Oh yeah, we're doing one. I got one for you. Uh, we're we, we're doing a little songwriter night um, at uh, November thirteenth at Naked Vine, mm-hmm. which uh, I think is. I think it's gonna be great because like Friday night you're playing a full rockin' set with the band, mm-hmm. and everybody can come out and pick up a copy that night, November 9th, and then uh, they can come see you on Tuesday, November thirteenth, and like kind of a real intimate stripped down version of these songs and get some of the stories behind them a little more in depth and stuff and um, yeah it's gonna be i'm really excited about that and 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 we get i get to play with maddie again yeah uh she was at the songbird one yeah uh, so that's cool and sean kimball yeah I'm excited to hear his stuff for sure sean's like i'm really excited about that because like i love what he does but not a lot of people know him as much of a singer or songwriter because mm-hmm. he plays bass in a loud rock and roll band right brother lee and uh but he's uh he's got a beautiful voice and really talented writer and stuff so yeah i'm excited for him to share some of those with us and but that's going to be a, a fun night so yeah november 13th at naked vine in chesterfield missouri mm-hmm. naked vine's a great place i just played there for the first time and brian Hare, the owner there is really cool yeah um and yeah i'm gonna i don't know if he's if he knows already that i'm playing that but he'll be surprised yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, me and Brian become good friends, and I've uh, been, uh, you know, he's. I gave him a heads up on all the stuff I have coming up and things, but it's kind of it's cool that he kind of gives me uh, free range on this a little bit though too. Like I, you know, he just gives me the night to book mm-hmm. whoever I want and uh, awesome. bringing my friends out there, and and I've introduced him to a lot of uh, people. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember uh, he fell in love with Bobby Stevens last yeah. time when Bobby played the show. And he immediately uh, put him on the calendar, booked him uh, to play and stuff. So that's cool. Uh, so that was you I've know. I've been playing with Bobby lately. Yeah. Uh, in his band. Yeah, Bobby rules. Yeah, he has great songs. I love his voice and and all his song choices. We're like we're really similar in that, you know, we like a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, that's I guess the, <clears throat> that's it's fun when you find those uh, guys that you just kind of click with like that too. Like they just like you naturally. Uh, have a lot of stuff in common and things like and that's kind of what I've been discovering through this show man like uh, there's a lot of times we meet somebody then like for the first time and you have no idea and then all of a sudden like you become best friends because you realize you have so much in common with the music and everything else and mm-hmm. things so but yeah man uh, big big shout out to Bobby We're doing all kinds of shout outs today but Bobby Stevens is uh, he's the man shout out to Bobby <laughs> Uh, well, we said uh, you, you, uh, you, we got that date, but then you, um, right after that, you, you're hitting the road, man. We got uh, we got some big tour stuff coming up. Uh, Nick Gusman's coming to a town near you. Yeah, yeah. we're headed, or I mean, I'm headed. It's going to be a solo tour. I'm going to, uh, let's see, I think the first place I'm going to is Nashville. And uh, I don't know where I'm playing there yet. I got... Uh, my booker has got me lined up there somewhere, but she didn't tell me where yet. But um, looks like I have uh, a few North Carolina dates, 
that I'll be playing. A few cities going through Wilmington and Greenville, Black Mountain. Um, one cool thing that I'm excited about is in Knoxville, I'm doing this thing called the Blue Plate Radio Show. Have you heard of it? Yeah, man, that's pretty big deal. Yeah, it's awesome. I think they kind of do sort of the similar thing that we're doing now, mm-hmm. and then they, they film you, you know, and uh, post your video in, in various in various formats, you know, yeah, yeah. various sites. And uh, That's a pretty iconic room, though. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked. Hopefully, I, I've had the fantasy that I would just just wipe all the plates off the wall and just shatter them all. <laughs> you know. I'm sure that'll go over well. Yeah, but, the, you know, they won't... I gotta do something so they don't forget me. Either. Yeah. Well, they definitely won't forget that. <laughs> no, but that's uh, that's during the day, and then at that night I'm playing um, at the Alley Cat in Carrollton, Georgia. And we're going through, I'm going through Tallahassee, Mississippi, and another place I'm really stoked to play is Adairs in Dallas, Texas, which is kind of a famous place. I've mm-hmm. uh, been around a long time, and a lot of great bands have kind of cut their teeth at Adairs in Dallas, Texas, I hear, so... First Texas show ever. Yeah, man. Nice. Yeah, they'd, uh, uh, you, you did a little run the last time we talked, uh, did some touring then too and stuff. Is there, is there anything in particular you notice is different, like, in the crowds, like, uh, from, you know, from compared to St. Louis to Nashville or whatever and stuff? I mean, like, the different things. Is there anything that, uh, I know that one thing I noticed was that this, when you're playing the smaller towns, it's uh you get more people are more attentive and they're willing to come out and just check out the music that's going to be there at the venues you know what i mean uh Mm -hmm. i guess it's because it's not oversaturated with a lot of live music so there were places that i played on this last tour you know and i'd send posters their way and uh, links and have them try to kind of talk it up you know um but people just come out like you know they they you know they come and meet me after the show and tell me it was great and then be like yeah we just you know we seen there was someone coming tonight and we listened to your music and we liked it so we decided to come out you know yeah uh, and there was quite a few of people like that which I don't see as often in St Louis you know because people have their pick of what's gonna what they're gonna go to and there's sure. so much of it that. They don't just decide to go check out some live music, you know. You um, they're not seeking it out, put it that way. But in the small towns, they're seeking it out. And uh, they come to the show and they listen and, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. Which happens here. I'm not, I'm not knocking St. Louis. I'm just saying sure. it's uh, it's just kind of different, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, we got like 40 things to do on a Friday, Saturday night. Uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, compared to something where you know you're you may be the only show in town that night and, or something, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah but that, so that was a difference. Uh, trying to think of something else, not yeah. off the top of my head. I can't think of something. Right. But uh, do you do you um, do you write a lot of these like while you're on the road? Like, do you get inspired uh, by different things? Like, just you know, I haven't been on the road enough yet to yeah. be writing a ton. I wrote one on the road recently on that tour. One one song. Yeah. But um, you know, I haven't even performed that one yet. It's still still in the bag. But uh, no, I write songs you know anywhere, everywhere. Sure. Um, always scribbling something down, either on my phone or on some paper. A lot of times, it's just one line, mm-hmm. two lines, and then uh, when I can find time to really be in solitude and and be in my own, you know, uh, 
no outside, um, what do you call it, distractions. Right. Then I can sit there and go through all these notes and, and put something together, or put what's in my head down with, with, with the guitar and, mm -hmm. you know. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a songwriter by any means or any, but like I do find, not that like I'm not focused on the road too, but like I find that when I'm driving down the highway sometimes like I can just kind of free my mind a little bit. Like mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of times I'm listening to music or podcast or whatever, but sometimes I'll just turn all that off and I'll just sit there in silence and like, and my mind can kind of open up and I'll, I'll start, you know, whatever saying things or you're humming along with different things or whatever. And mm -hmm. like these different things will come to me. And I was like, I just imagine like, if I was a songwriter, like that would be, I was something maybe come from that, but it does work sometimes. Yeah. Uh, one time, I, uh, I remember I was headed out to uh, to my friend Brooks' house, and uh, I kind of had it in my head. But when I was leaving the house, you know, I had the the music, I was playing the guitar for it, and I had, you know, like two lines. Um, but I had to get out there, and she lives in Edwardsville, and it's, it was like a forty minute drive from where I was, and I drove out there at night. And by the time I got to her house, I had already had the song done. Like I wrote, I wrote it all in the car. Yeah. You know, like in my head. And then I got to her house and wrote it all down. Uh, and then uh, recorded a version of it on my phone. Played it at a a show like a week later. And then that phone broke, and I lost the lyrics for it and the recording of it. Uh -oh. And. Uh, like I can't get in, you know, it's totally dead. I don't know yeah. how I can really get into it anymore. So I don't know. That's a lost song. That huh. <laughs> uh, I know. Um, I uh, my I have my friend uh, Adam on. Adam Ray's a comedian and um, been doing really well with. Uh, he's been in a. He was in the, the last uh, the Ghostbusters reboot and stuff. Really? Yeah, he was the voice of uh, Slimer. No way. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, that's he, a... And he was in Heat with Sandra Bullock and a couple other big movies and stuff. And but anyway, he's doing really well. And he, uh, but I had him on and, I, and he was telling me some stuff that he like emails himself all the time, like uh, joke ideas or whatever, print, you know, different things. like. And uh, that way, just in case something like that does happen, it's all uh, it's all on a third party server kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So it's all in his email thing. So uh, maybe an idea for for some song lyrics too. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think my phone now. I think it's backing up all the notes to the cloud and stuff. I, yeah. I think. Uh, so that's cool. But yeah, yeah. that's a bummer that. Uh, but that one I didn't have kind of linked. So right. Whatever's on it's gone. All yeah. the, you know, I I always make voice memos of songs I'm working on and stuff and so there's a whole bunch of those that were went down yeah. the ship with that phone. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh let's drop in one more. Um this is uh another live one we did here and uh this one's called Left Behind and it appears on Dear Hard Times. Uh anything, yeah. anything you want to add around Left Sure. Behind? Yeah, I just I'll just just thank the people that played on it. This is um, let's see where's this one at. That's why it's handy. That's why I got the lyric book. See, refer to the book. <laughs> yeah, this song. Um, I just wanted to thank uh, Sean Camry for doing a, a great fiddle part. Dave Warner played the bass. 
uh, Allie Vogler, who's gotten, I've gotten a lot of compliments on the vocal harmony on the song. She just killed it on that. Um, Jake Brookman, he's a cello player. Yeah. Him and Sean did a, a really cool uh, string arrangement during the middle of the song. And then uh, Tim Sullivan played the piano, which just really, really fills it out really good. So thanks a lot to those guys. For sure, man. That uh, yeah, beautiful song. Uh, like I said, the 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 on the record and uh, the the live version, man, it sounds sounds great. And thanks. Um,
Say my soul ain't made of dirt And I don't know what it's worth But when it leaves me on the earth Wrapped in my cotton shirt I can sing these parting words You said you're up to 20, 21 different musicians played on the, or something like that? 21 people played on the record. Yeah. Um, I'll just run through them real quick. Uh, Daniel Moody, Dave Werner, Tim Sullivan, who I've, I've mentioned these guys already. Uh, Terry Groman played saxophone on a couple songs. Uh, ben Maycheck played drums, Dave Beeman played drums, Nigel Solomon is an awesome guitar player. He plays in my band. Um, Ed Dogs, he's the drummer in my band. He's a he's a great drummer. Uh, Ryan Koenig played harmonica on a track. Nice. Uh, Tony Papillo is a good friend of mine. Played guitar on a track. Sam Golden, who's a multi instrumentalist, he's really he's amazing. He played fiddle uh, on a song of mine too. Uh, let's see, Jake Bookman, Sean Camry is in, is in my band currently on the on the fiddle. We mentioned Dave Muser, trumpet player. Uh, Tom Mannion. He's a good friend of mine, and, and it was in my old band, The Moon Glampers, and uh, he played guitar. Ali Vogler, Maureen Sullivan did a bunch of backups. Uh, Chad White, who's a banjo player, he did an awesome, awesome song, on, uh, awesome part on Easy to Paint. Jerry Bauer also played on Easy to Paint, played uh, lap steel. Uh, Matt Hughes played pedal steel, and my buddy Tony Hall uh, did some organ on the record and he plays uh, he plays keyboard in our band currently so nice man yeah you uh are, you, are any of those uh people gonna play their parts live at the release party or um i know i invited tim sullivan on some tracks because he played piano on a lot of stuff uh, so he'll be up there with us um the horn player dave was gonna play with us but he has to go record or something in nashville now so we got a different horn player that's gonna come uh, who we actually met last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's it's really funny. I think his name's Jeffrey. He gave us a card. So we played a wedding last night, me and the band, and we met this guy there who is a brother-in-law. His name's Jamie. Sorry. Uh, he's a brother-in-law of the groom who I'm friends with, and that's how, why we were playing the wedding. So me and the whole band are out there playing, and he comes up before we start our first set and was like, hey... You know, uh, I'm a musician too. I got my uh, like baritone sax in the car, and all this stuff. And and we played. Uh, we ended up playing "Superstition" by Stevie Wonder. Right on. And then a uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan song after that. And we were just kind of like, man, if we had that horn part uh, for uh, "Superstition," that would just kill it. And he's like, oh, I think I, I think I know that. And we're like, 
all right, uh, you should probably go get your sex <laughs> and uh, go get your horn and maybe we'll work it up real quick and then when we start, you jump in. So it turned out really good. Uh, it was fun. People were loving it. And uh, so then he, he played the second set with us for a couple songs and after the show, after the wedding, we were just like, man, you need to come play with us. So anyways, the guys that'll be there on November 9th, they're gonna be Ed Dogs on the drums, Nigel Salomon's gonna be playing guitar. Uh, Jamie Smith will be on the horn, Tim Sullivan on the piano, Dan, uh, let's see, um, who am I missing? Garrett, Garrett Ranji is going to be playing the bass guitar with us. He's a really good jazz guitar player and uh, all around good guitar player yeah. and musician and he'll be on the bass. And we'll have Sean Camry there on the fiddle and since Ellie Vogler uh, we'll be there with her band anyways, you know, right. and it's gonna be awesome to have her there She'll sing the backups with me on some songs and and then Tony Hall on the keyboard And you know, we're still working out. I might invite some people off this list um, but uh, I haven't even I've been so busy with with other things. I haven't really went into the set list yet and sure. figured out exactly what we're gonna do Yeah, man. Well, I'm uh, I'm pumped man. I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for this uh, for everybody else to hear this record and uh, and get the uh, vinyl, man, that's gonna be cool. So. Yeah, man, we're uh, we're doing the whole shebang. We got a music video we're making too. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, Roselle. Music. Mm -hmm. We're doing one for Roselle. Uh, James Jackson just came with me. Uh, we went down to um, Patton, Missouri, which uh, my cousin lives in Roselle in Fredericktown. Uh, they're right next to each other. And uh, oops, sorry. And uh, we went and filmed a lawnmower race, which is something that they like to do around yeah. there. Um, some real country-ass stuff. Uh, <laughs> but what they do is they soup up these lawnmowers, like regular riding lawnmowers, but you know they take the bodies of them basically, take the engines out, and and just put tons of you know upgrades on them, you know aftermarket custom stuff and and uh, retrofit stuff, and they're so fast and dangerous and, and, and loud yeah. and crazy. Uh, so we went and filmed a race. Uh, my cousin races down there. And uh, we're gonna kind of cut between this exciting race footage, you know, and some, some artsy stuff of me, you know, maybe jamming by the, by the river down there on our property and, and then cut also between a live performance that me and the band are gonna shoot here in the next few weeks um, over at the One Night Stand which is a, a little dive bar uh, on Gravoy. Okay. It's a cool place. Yeah. Is that, uh, did you did you get to drive any of the tractors? You no. Know? No? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get to drive any. Yeah. That'd be fun, though. Yeah, it, I mean, I'd probably take it, those things, I we've seen somebody flip. Yeah. Like, they're, they're so fast and kind of, uh, they're not made for that, you know what I mean? That's right. That's one of, the, I guess, the exciting things. They're kind of they're really dangerous, <laughs> right? You know, so I uh, it was definitely not a racing tractor by any means, but I uh, we used to have an old John Deere uh, riding lawnmower, and I don't even know what happened. I was pretty young, but somehow I ended up like falling off of it while I was, while I was going, and then like this is before the time oh of like safety sensor stuff, you know, like. Uh -huh. uh, so I somehow I fell off, but like my foot like was stuck like on the the shifter or or like I guess for the drop the uh, blade. Mm -hmm. 
something like that. So somehow I was like stuck on it, like hung up by my leg, and I was like being dragged oh dragged by the tractor uh, as it like was still didn't run you over, did it? No, it didn't run me over, but it's like dragging me down to this like gravel road or whatever, <laughs> and like and somebody had to like uh, I forget. Who ran out? I don't know if it was my dad or somebody, but like ran out and like you know jumped on the tractor and turned it off or whatever. But it's like holy crap! Uh, it wasn't like going real like super fast or anything, but it was like still was like I'm glad somebody caught me before I like ran into the house or tree or whatever something and caused a lot of damage. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but somehow I don't even know how I'd ha- that happened. They're dangerous machines. Yeah, right. You got to be careful. Yeah, but uh, so everyone I, I talked to about the race too are like. Do they still have the blades on them? I'm like, hell no. <laughs> don't need to be even more dangerous. That would be fun to have a mow at about, you know, 60 miles an hour. Yeah. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, uh, well, again, uh, come on out to Off-Broadway on November 9th. Dear Hard Times record release party. Pick up. Sponsored by Urban Chestnut. Yeah. Free show. No excuse to miss this party. Uh, what are we doing now? 8, eight o'clock start? Uh, doors are at eight. Yeah, and uh, again, brother uh, Ali Vogler kicking it off. Nick Gusman and the band will be next, and then brother Francis and the Soul Tones going to finish it out with some funky jams. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be a great night. Again, you can pick up vinyl copies or CD copy or uh, pick it up digitally everywhere after that. And uh, Get involved with everything Nick Gussman on Facebook and Instagram. And you can go to nickgussman.com and check out the website. Yeah. Uh, always posting updates on there. So. And we got, uh, like I said, coming to a town near you uh, in, in uh, late uh, November and December and stuff. So, so yeah, keep an eye out. Big things are happening, man. But, uh, Nick, I really appreciate you doing this, man. This Thank is, you, man. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to come and meet me and do this. So. Yeah, man. Happy to help. I uh, like I said, I'm a big, big fan. I, I really, uh, really love this record, and I'm excited. You said you already have probably enough for the next record. Uh, oh yeah, more than enough. But yeah. by the time we're ready to record it, I'll probably kick all these songs out and <laughs> new ones. So yeah. we'll see. But uh, so no shortage of uh, tunes coming, so I'm excited to see what what's next too. Man. Yeah, I've been you know I've been thinking about that maybe I should because uh, I know that's gonna happen. Like no joke, by the time we actually record, I'll probably have different ones. So yeah. but I don't, I'd like these to not go to waste. So I was thinking about maybe putting out an EP soon. Yeah. Like right after the uh, you know a few months after the initial release, I'd do a live recording with the band. Nice. And just kind of bang them out and uh, put out a little EP. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. So just to keep the keep the momentum going, you know. So yeah, you on the lookout for that after this. All right, very nice, man. All right, buddy. Well, thanks again. Uh, big thanks to the pocket for letting us hang out today, and uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks, Shane. Bye, everybody. Rock paper podcast. Rock paper podcast. Rock paper podcast. Rock paper podcast. Well, yeah, that was it.